0: Welcome to Rest, Sleep, and Revenue podcast, where we educate, enlighten, and encourage how to improve our quality sleep to grow our business and improve your health and wellness. I am Donetta D. Mori, certified sleep science coach, certified holistic life coach, author, national editor of the Black National Unity News, and a speaker. I am pleased to have my special guest, Lucian Culver, family care consultant, Health and wellness coach and owner of Resource Life and Wellness LLC. Welcome, Lucian, and thank you for your time and expertise.
1: Danetta, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for
0: having me. You are so welcome. As always, I always get excited when I have a guest, and is and it's the same today. Okay, Lucian, if you can please share a little bit about yourself and your business.
1: Absolutely. So I am 44. I am from upstate New York. And I made Georgia my home for the past 22 years. I am a health and wellness coach. And I am a family care consultant. And I'm the owner of Resource Life and Wellness LLC, where I help you discover your well. Now, how I got into this business, I've always loved everything about health and wellness. Um, It's seriously one of my hot buttons because I really want people to be well from the inside out. So it's just something I've always been passionate about and decided to just go full throttle and make it happen. So that is how I became a health and wellness coach. As it relates to the family care planning, or death care as some people call it. I worked in the financial industry for 14 years and I held down several different positions over those 14 years. Um, My last one, which I feel like was the one that really led me into the consulting, I was coming across so many individuals who had gone on and they, did not tell their family members about their affairs and so legally um, we could not share anything as bank employees or we would lose our jobs right so i realized at that point that there were some conversations that needed to be had and if there was an opportunity for me to help people have them i wanted to be able to do that so that is how resource life
0: and wellness was born Well, thank you for that. I appreciate that. Now, I know a part of family care consulting is life insurance. We all know what life insurance is, but what is death care?
1: That is a wonderful question to kick off with, Donetta. Now, first, let me just make sure we don't gloss over life insurance because unfortunately, most people only view it as a final expense policy but life insurance does so much more. It is truly one of the most important contracts that an individual or a family could have in their lifetime. But to answer your question as it relates to death care, death care is seriously the first step. Now, I use family care and death care interchangeably, so I want to make sure I just kind of put that out there first but what it is is understanding first that it is not the job of the people left to grieve you to make sure your affairs are in order and i'm somewhat getting ahead of myself because i feel like there there's another answer uh to another question that you may have but that is seriously the truth it is not the job of the people left to grieve you to make sure that your affairs are in order so death care allows that opportunity to happen where you get with me a one-hour consultation and we discuss four key areas, life insurance, um, final arrangements, estate planning, and any administrative pieces around it. So many families, we go day to day doing all of these fabulous things, but we do not talk about end-time planning. So when someone takes their last breath, the next thing you know, people are scrambling, trying to get affairs in order, and it is not their responsibility. And so from my years in corporate America, um, I worked at the same financial industry for 14 years. This was just one of the things that I noticed, um, that people are not having the conversations that they need to have about those moments. And I don't know if it's because of fear or thinking, okay, well, if I have this conversation um, about in-time planning or family care or death care that maybe something's going to happen next and and that is not the case. This is allowing your all of your affairs to be in order and that includes you taking your last breath. So when the person is left here, they can just take care of what you have already put in
0: motion. You know what? Thank you so much for sharing that and I think, and to be honest, and this is just my personal opinion. I think reason why people don't really not take it seriously because they don't want to even look that far. They only mm-hmm. just looking at the moment and I'm living, so it's just like you know most people don't want to plan for that or don't even want to consider it so it's it's like an afterthought. I'm going to just live my life. And some people just don't care, unfortunately, what ha- happens and, and how it will affect their loved ones What afterwards. But it is serious. You are right. And so many people are traumatized, not just of the, you know, the death of a loved one, but just what they have to go through. And and, and when fair not in order, then it makes it e- even more more difficult. So I'm glad that you are sharing this. And that way that maybe people start to think more, this is something not that, so, you know, my family members or my loved ones need to do something that I need me to do.
1: Absolutely, Donetta. And, and just to, if I could just add a little bit more, um, it, it is definitely critical. We, if you know, I'm sure you've experienced a baby shower, a wedding, and a funeral, right?
0: Right, And Mm
1: -hmm. when that funeral takes place or that wedding or that baby shower, people tend to fall out over one of those three. And during a funeral, most of the time people are fussing because they're like, oh, well, I should have this. Or how come I don't have this money? Or how come I don't have that? Well, if a family would have taken the time to have this discussion before that loved one took their last breath, there'd be no reason to fight.
0: Right. True true. And
1: so I, so I find myself because most people are falling out over what they do not understand. Um, so I, I dig deep and we don't just talk about, I don't just ask, do you have a life insurance policy? I'm asking when was the last time you checked it? Do you have a beneficiary? Is it someone that you haven't been married to in over 15 years? Because a lot of people never go back and look at their beneficiary, right? And so then you take your last breath and somebody's getting your money that you don't want to have it
0: because they can legally have
1: it. So these are the things that I just have conversations with people making sure that everything is okay, because this is literally, it's not even step one. I'll probably call it ground zero, honestly, Mm. because estate planning is a piece of this, right? Now, I'm not an attorney, so I don't really dig deep into um, the estate planning piece, but if you own anything, if you own a house, a car, just if something means something to you and you have books that you want to go to a certain place, then you need to have a will. You, We need right. to understand that a living will and a last will and testament are not the same thing. Um, there, There's so much um, in the midst of estate planning and we need to get to that table. And, and we've got to stop saying, oh, well, I can't afford this, because we can. Um, as it relates to the administrators piece, like where do you have all of your things in your house? Whether you're married or single, can somebody find it easily without having to pull things apart all over the place? Like there's so much Why? more that I go into, but but it's, it's a one-hour consultation, and I've not had a client yet um, at the end of that conversation that says, man. We need to talk whether that's siblings, Mm. whether that's a spouse. They're like, Man, we got to figure this out, and that's always the goal. I I just need people to just start thinking about this because we got to have it. It's it's, we are past time,
0: right? Right, true, true. And now, excuse me, the next question it might you might already kind of answer just a little bit, but why is family care planning essential?
1: Yes, and so I. I do think I answered that earlier. Um, If I could just give one sentence, honestly, again, it is not the job of the people left to grieve you to make sure your affairs are in order. That is why this is so essential. Um, The person who is like me, my affairs are in order. I have a will, I have an absolute folder. If somebody has a key to my house because I'm a single person, So should something happen to me, somebody can come in here. They know exactly where to locate my items. I'm talking bank accounts, everything. It's all in one place.
0: Right. right. And and
1: so it's just because I don't want my loved ones running around trying to find things and and I didn't make it seamless for them. So I'm adding stress onto their grief that I do not wish Mm.
0: to do. Okay, thank you. But I'm glad you emphasized it even more because we need to hear that again. And so, you know, I have my plans in order, but I'm now making me sick. I have to check to make sure do my daughter know where it's at. So I'm glad you shared it because now that's making me think. So thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. Now the next question is, what is the health and wellness part of your business? If you can share, share that.
1: Absolutely. So I am a trained health and wellness coach uh, through the University of Wisconsin-Stevens Point and the National Wellness Institute. And health and wellness coaching is very important. Again, I, I think I work in ground zero because I feel like health and wellness coaching is also that ground zero. I don't feel like it's a step one per se. And you hear a lot of people say health and wellness. But i feel like it's almost one of those things that sounds kind of fatty as if it's going to go out of style but mm-hmm. it's not um <laughs> right. because health and wellness are two separate things right
0: yeah so yes, you have is. your
1: health which could be physical it could be mental but your wellness is the actual state of being yes and and so If you think about the six dimensions, some people deal with seven, um, but if you think about the six dimensions of wellness, which are your emotional, occupational, physical, social, intellectual, and spiritual, right? There's opportunity in one or all of those areas for you to make some lifestyle behavioral changes. More than likely, if there is something going on, it is coming out of one of those six areas. And so with health and wellness coaching, what I do is work intuitively. So we work from the inside out, helping clients make those lifestyle behavioral changes. So if it's like, oh, well, I want to lose 20 pounds, I'm not going to be the nutritionist or the dietitian to tell you what to do. I am going to be your coach to help you uncover the habits behind what may be causing you not to lose the 20 pounds. So not only when you lose it, you can keep it off. Because how many of us have lost weight, right? And we gain it back. We can lose 10 pounds, we're gonna gain 20 back. Or we lose 20, we're gonna gain 40 back. And it's because we have not made a decision to make lifestyle behavioral changes. And so that is what my health and wellness coaching is about. So I do a 12-week program um, it's based on the client and we, uh, the preferences back-to-back, but I understand schedule, but we really want to make sure that those healthy habits, those lifestyle changes, not only happen in the midst of those 12 weeks, but you keep them ongoing.
0: That is so true. When you Because at times people might feel as though, oh, I need to just do it for this time and moment, or I need to lose weight. For the summer, why wait for the summer? Get healthy anytime, but it you do need to be committed and consistent with it. It is a lifestyle, not something you just do. You know, like I I I don't really care for the word diet because always say, take the word tea away and it's diet. So Mm -hmm. you know, to me, lifestyle is more more beneficial because you do have to change the way you eat, the way you think, the way you do things on a regular basis. And, and that's how you get to wellness, a state of being, like, like you said. And that is really true that, that the health and wellness is totally different.
1: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Thanks for listening to Wrestling and Revenue podcast. We want to take a quick break. Hello, this is Donna D. Morris. I want to share with you my new book, 21 Days to Improve Your Sleep, Hygiene, and Lose Weight. It's a great book that provides guidance, tips, and techniques on how you can become more mindful, gain energy, and become more productive to grow your business. I appreciate you. purchasing my book on Amazon, or you can go to my website, Donetta D. Mooring, which is D. O. N. A. T. A. D. M-O-O-R-I-N-G dot com. Thank you for your support. Thank you for staying with our special guest, Lucien Caldwell. Now, the next question is, I want to find out what does remixing your sleep me to you. Ooh, that's a good question.
1: Um, and I love sleep, by the way. You know, <laughs> yeah, Me I too. Can, <laughs> if
0: I can say anything
1: um about remixing sleep, maybe just kind of doing some different things. Like of course when you're asleep you can't do anything different, right? Because you don't know what you're doing because you're asleep. So maybe right. just in mm-hmm. how you prepare uh, yes. differently uh, from day mm-hmm. to day as it relates to getting ready for sleep. That That's what I would say.
0: Yes, and I definitely agree, because I know when we spoke that you had shared, shared that. So that's the reason why I wanted you to kind of share like some of the things that you do, because I know at times people might get bored with a nightly, uh, nightly routine, but why not re- remix it or mix it up so that way it's not boring, it's something different. So that's the reason why I had asked you the question.
1: Oh, absolutely, it's a great question. Um, And of course, I know with your expertise um, in sleep, how important that is to you. So some of the things that I do, it might be something simple, like have a cup of chamomile tea. If it's a day that I have worked out pretty hard, then what I'll typically do is take a bath instead of a shower. But I will mix maybe some magnesium flakes along with some Dr. Teal's. Those are two of my faves. And that really gets you in that R&R zone. So by the time you hit the bed, they're, you're sleeping 10 minutes or less, probably faster.
0: That is great. And thank you for sharing that because I want people to know, yes, a nightly routine, but you can re- remix it up. It doesn't have to be the same thing each and every night um, because you want to stay consistent, but, and then you make it kind of fun and enjoyable. And then it depends on your day. So, you know, well, like mm-hmm. you were saying, depends on what you do is or what happens during the day is, is what you do, do, it, do at night. So I appreciate you sharing that. Oh,
1: absolutely. You are more than welcome.
0: Now, my next question is, what do you do to relax before for bed? Ooh. um,
1: I'll do maybe like a little meditation mm-hmm. or some mindfulness practices. I love to journal. Uh, so that's typically one of the things that I do just to kind of relax my mind and just kind of transition me from whatever it was that I've been working on, whatever I've had going on for the day into my place of relaxation so that I can have that good sleep.
0: That is great. That is great. I'm so appreciative that you share that because, you know, you know, but once again, you don't have to do the same thing every night. So that's my whole point. The main thing is to do something and in the state system with it thank you for listening to west Region revenue have you put in place work.
2: the tools and marketing strategies that will drive the revenue and growth outcomes for your business are you looking to expand your brand and image nationally and globally commercials podcasting graphics and marketing support are just some of the ways we can dress up your business for prime time we are eliteconversations.com.
0: with our special guest, Lucian Carver. Lucian, I appreciate you so much taking your time and your valuable information to share, and I'm definitely going to check for myself to make sure that that my affairs is totally in order. So with that being said, could you please share with our listening audience how they can reach you?
1: Absolutely, Donetta. And let me just say before I share, it has been my absolute pleasure Um, to be here with you today. Um, My website is real simple. It is LucianCulver.org, and that is spelled L-U-C-I-A-N, and my last name is C-U-L-V, like Victor, E-R, dot O-R-G. So that is my website. Uh, My social media is Instagram, so you can follow me at Speak Life Heal on Instagram, and there is an underscore between Speak and Life and Life and Heal. So, Speak Life Heal, and then you'll see my name, Lucian Culver. You can find me right there on Instagram. As well, if you desire any discovery sessions, you can find links all over my website that say work with me or i'm ready to work with you and you can just click on one of those links and it'll take you right to my calendar and it would be my pleasure to help you
0: well thank you so much if someone would like to reach out to to me the best way is donetta10k.com and that is spelled D-O-N-A-T-A. the number one That's where you'll be able to find my website, all my podcast episodes, services I offer on sleep, health, fitness, and wellness, including all my social media platform and so much more. Once again, Donetta10k.com. Remember, sleep heals.